And we were, we were in the middle of this, um, I don't know how to describe this, is a very heartbreaking, heart-wrenching piece on where the Rebbe describes what he was, the feelings that he was experiencing when his son, when his son of Elam Alpen Sien was, was, um, was deathly ill. And, um, and, there were some improvements, and then the situation worsened, and so on. And again, this is this is not so much of a tire as it is a tefillah, and which we've seen quite a few of these towards the end of Tzavazirus, which I think is uh, teaches us, tells us about about first of all the the way of a tzaddik, the way a tzaddik thinks, the way a tzaddik feels and also a way of approaching a Baruch and articulating in tefillah feelings that we that we have and things that we go through in life so the, the we were we, we read that those list that list uh, those last two paragraphs let's just go over them again where it says Yosha Vanil Svas Mitos the Rebbe says I'm sitting on the edge of his bed Chareid Varoid trembling shaking Libi Maisiflis Kavitz of Gwenikim Khaniki feels that his heart is Shrinking and his and his and he feels that he's suffocating, he's choking. My son, I look now in your face. And I'm still able to detect a slight sound, a whisper coming from your pale and, and tired lips. But who knows what's going to be a day from now? What's going to be two days from now? I'm not even certain about what's going to be tomorrow. The Rebbe, the Rebbe says, I, I pushed away those those horrible thoughts and and I screamed to myself saying, Amuna bitachen. To have Amuna, to have to have faith, to have trust. And I strengthen my entire being, my trust in Hashem. As long as it's not over, as long as there's still a chance. As long as he's alive, I have to strengthen myself in davening. I have to scream out to the compassionate Father. And I do all I can to daven to Hashem. So let's continue. This is what we were up to last week. She says, Rabbanu Shalom, Master of the Universe, Rachel Mechanan, compassionate, merciful, Mialdusi Vadata, from the time that I was a little boy and until now, Moli Yisurim Hineni, I'm filled with, I've been filled with suffering. Od Yalad Rach Hayisi, when I was still a small child, the Oivai, my enemies, my worries and my tsaras were already breaking my strength and my spirit. I was a, a baby, I was a little child when I became an orphan. As Ovi had tzaddik, my father the tzaddik, the great tzaddik Rabbi Elamelech, the author of the Divya Elamelech, and others from Elamelech. I was I was a little boy when I became an orphan as Avi at Sadik 
Kimachlahikarti. I hardly ever even knew or met my father. I wasn't Zaych, I wasn't worthy that my father, the man of God, the holy man of God, should raise me. So he says, nevertheless, I don't have any complaints. With Tarumas, I don't have tainus, I don't have problems. Tarumas against you. You are tzaddik in all that you do. And if not for the right hand of mercy, of love, throughout all of my difficulties, I certainly would have been lost and destroyed. Please, Hashem. From all of my tzaras, Hashem, you have saved me, you have redeemed me. And even now, in the schus of your great name, and the schus of my holy of my holy ancestors, Rachem no Allah, have pity on me. Rachem no Shunayin Beis. Rachem no Hashem al nefesh nilkoa. Hashem have Rachmanus on this downtrodden soul. Val toisif l'sharbris l'bavenu hanishbarim and don't continue to to break our broken hearts. Chusna of Rachman of compassion. Rape is benenu and heal and bring a cure to our son. Rachem no b'sein lono matani yikarazu. Hashem have pity and give us back, give us back this gift, this precious gift. Yichidenu l'shad nishmaseinu, our only, our only child. L'shad nishmaseinu means the fat of our souls. L'shad, but it means like the, the yishmak, the fat, the schmaltz of our souls. V'hinini mis'ashes v'oymer. I question myself and I say, Harak b'shvil tavaseinu. Perhaps this is only a selfish thing. Perhaps it's because I I just want, for our own good, myself, my wife, that that I want that I want to daven that he should be well, because because we want him. She says, "Lo, that's not all. Mainly, it's his tsar, the, the anguish of my of my child, tsar hayelat." The anguish of the of the child. Hohametzikli. Now remember, he's not a small boy. He's, he's he's in his thirties. But he said at the beginning he's going to call him child because that's how he was thinking of him at the time. So it, it's what it, it's the pain of my son. It's his suffering that hurts me most, and that's why I'm davening. Hashem, look, look how horrible he looks when he's as he's lying there. hamar. And the, the awful, the, the, the appearance. And have Rachmanus on this soul that is in such a terrible tsara and such terrible pain. And I continue to dive in and pour out my soul to you. Hashem, I want so badly to, I want so badly to try harder and to daven the kind of a tefillah that I'll be able to feel that Hashem heard my voice and that and that You have brought me salvation. Like we know in the Gemara, there were tzaddikim 
But they said that they could tell that the tefillah was accepted. They, was, they were able to know when the tefillah was accepted. So the Rebbe is davening here. Hashem, I want so badly to be able to daven on such a, in such a way that I should be able to feel that and to know that Hashem, that you heard my voice and that I've been saved. As I once felt before in the past, that when I was davening to get out of that sara, I, I was able to feel and to know with certainty that it would that that it would be that it would be okay, that it would have a good ending. But I can't now. I can't. My heart is shut closed, and I can't pour out the strong tefillah. Hashem, I'm asking you to show me how to daven. Hashem, show me to daven in such a way that the Yeshua, that the salvation should be certain. As long as he's still breathing. Hashem, have pity. That I should be able to daven a true tefillah, a strong tefillah. Somar Bisari. My body shivers and I'm covered with perspiration. I have this need. I feel that I want to tear my flesh. I want to tear my skin off of me. The Rebbe feels this is his last opportunity to daven. He says, who knows if tomorrow they'll even be, I'll even be able to hope. There'll even be a child to hope for. I'll or anything to daven for. Now, now, I still have hope. But my tefillah, I feel that my tefillah is shut closed. My davening, I can't daven. So the, this is why the Rebbe feels that he wants to tear his skin off. He, he's t- terrible frustration. He feels that, that, that the life of his child is up to his tefillahs, and that he has to strengthen himself and to... And to pour his heart out in tefillah, and he can't bring himself to this tefillah that he that he believes would save his his child's life. And this is the terrible, terrible frustration that he feels that this is his last opportunity to daven, and that he and he believes that he's capable of such a tefillah. He's capable of such a tefillah that will that will bring salvation, and he and he feels that he's not able to do it. Ratsti. I run in front of the king's gate, in front of the king's gate, in order to shout. Vihine is a shara sagaru, but I don't know what to do. The gate is shut. and not only that, not only is the gate shut, but they've taken me away. they've thrown me into hell. And I've been shut in that place of darkness, and my and my and and everything is closed. So some tefilosi, my tefila, my prayer has been silenced. And who knows if I won't have another chance? The time time is past. The time will pass, and I will not have another opportunity. See how he sees that, how the Rebbe believes in the Koch of Tefillah. And he knows that it can work and it has worked. 
this is this is how he spends the last. This is what he's thinking about the last few moments of his child's life. This is what he's thinking about. With the craft of tefillah, what could he do? And the frustration, his tefillah is not that the tefillah has been silenced. And the Sarim say, you know, sometimes that sometimes it happens that it's like a Kadosh told Moshe Rabbeinu to be silent. Al <coughs> Taisif. Don't say another word. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu when he went, when he was davening to come to Eretz Yisrael. Hashem told him not to daven anymore. That also means that there's a time that part of the gezeira, part of the decree, is that Hashem silences the tefillah of the tzaddik. That the, that the tzaddik, that the tzaddik can't can't daven. The tzaddik can't continue davening. Or if he can say the words, the the words have lost the words have lost their meaning. <coughs> that's that's a terrible gezeira. The tzaddik feels. That Sadiq feels that in the most profound way, because he knows that there is such a madrega, there is such a level of Sadiq geyser that a Sadiq can make a decree. Sadiq's tefillah is so powerful. Yeah, and Hashem told him, and that's why that's why Chazal say that if he would have said if he would have if there would have been one more tefillah, so then he would have kivyachal forced Hashem to allow him into Eretz Yisrael, but that was taken from him. He couldn't. And the Rebbe feels here the terrible, terrible frustration of so some tefillah that my prayer has been silenced. I can't, I can't continue. Ani mabit b'hayelad. He says, I look at the, I look at the child. Hamis nanehu, achasushal mefarper. I'm not sure what his movements mean. Is that a good sign that he's moving, or does it mean simply that? Hasashalm, but God forbid, these are last motions, the throes of death, that he, he, before he dies. Matsava Hura, his condition has worsened, and his breathing is heavy. I am trembling and dis- disintegrating. My heart feels like somebody's grabbing, somebody's taken hold, grabbed my heart, and and somebody without pity is squeezing my heart. The Rebbe says, I feel that my strength after strength is leaving me. Slowly my strength is leaving me. And my entire being, my entire existence is weakening and is disappearing. It's as if I am slipping below the threshold, the gvulais of humanness, of existence. I'm slipping beneath this threshold of humanness, but I can't and the thoughts and the world of a human being are slipping away from me. That which I still recognize. I don't recognize it as a human being would see it. But now I'm able to sense certain things that a human being cannot sense. There's a, there's a storm raging inside of me. Urea, a downpour, pouring rain. 
unlike the unlike the powerful rain, I feel I feel I feel like arrows of anger that are being shot at me. The rain. The rain that is that is pouring down feels to me like like powerful angry arrows that are being shot at me. As he feels that the entire existence, all of reality has turned against him, has turned against his child and against himself. There's no place to hide from these arrows of of anger. Seems to me that Hashem is spitting upon me. The the entire here ashpa means garbage, but it means that like like phlegm from a person's throat that's being spat upon me. Lomarak Why is it that it seems to me that only us, meaning I guess my 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 wife, myself, and the child? Why does it seem to me that we're the only? That we're the only victims of this, of the arrows of, of, of anger, of this downpour. I, I, I once mentioned, I remember feeling this, not like this, but, you know, we've all gone through this kind of thing at different occasions. I remember, I remember once when, uh, when my, uh, my, my oldest daughter, when she was a, when she was a, a little girl and she was a baby, so she once, she had 106 fever, I remember. And, uh, you know, even they tell you that, that children run high fevers. I thought that was pretty scary and pretty high even for a little kid. So I, uh, I, I always have the worst, you know, I imagine the worst things. My wife is very, uh, my wife is very positive when it comes to kids. I have a hard time with all of that. So I remember the feeling that, that, that I had when we were driving. It was a, it was a beautiful day and we were driving to the, we were driving to the, uh, hospital. And I remember the feeling that I had that, that, I, I looked around and, and, and I was astounded that there were children playing in the streets and that life was going on and cars are coming and going and the stores are opening. And I couldn't believe it. How come I'm the only one that's, how come I'm the only one that's, that's like, like being, that's, that's being torn to pieces? Like, how come no one else is experiencing this? That when, that God forbid when a person has a terrible sorrow, when he, when he's going through a terrible sorrow and this terrible fear and pain. So one of the most bewildering things is that the world doesn't seem the world doesn't seem to share the pain. The world doesn't seem to be part of that. And and all of Hashem's anger, Kiv seems to be focused only on you. And 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 it, and it's it's hard to believe that nobody else is experiencing that. That it's only you. So the Rebbe says here, "When we call Aver v'Tzad Chitze Hazam Eleinu Sorim Veleinu Kolim," and from all sides. The chitze hazam, maybe he's referring to the, it was the lightning. I don't know if it means the lightning of the chitze hazam, or the, 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 the rain, but the, the arrows of anger, maybe it means the lightning, are, are hitting me, are hitting the target, because I'm the only target. That's the way the rabbi feels. I'm the target, and they're all, and they're all hitting me. Sha'on. But also Ramisa, Sha'on means like the word Sha'wa, like the, just total destruction. And Ba'asa Ramisa means shock and being crushed. Uchenivtsa onush, al stay krav. Like a person who's been mortally wounded on the battlefield. 
Kol gufim is kaveitz. My entire body is shrinking. Shoychev umesamsem kulo. I think the Rebbe at this point threw himself on the floor. He's lying down, and he says he's completely just shrinking, completely shriveling up. Shuv writes ani lechazuk. I see. I try once again to strengthen myself as b'tchani in my trust. Borally, it's clear to me shahakel hagor labilti belgvul. It's clear to me. That Hashem who is great, built about rule and and is infinite, and not contained in any rule by any. He's not contained in any borders or boundaries. He even now, Hashem now, not only Hashem at this point, even now, which is now the, the 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 most terrible, the most the the the, the worst part of all the tsaras. It's now at its height. That's so bitter. Hashem alone at this time can save me. But he says, what should I do? I don't have anymore any existence that should be able to stand up. I don't I don't exist anymore. I can't find within me any spirit that should be strengthened. Everything's broken. Even the pieces of my being, this right so I've been shattered into a million pieces. Listen to what the Rebbe's thinking now. He says, I see in my mind's eyes, I see a terrible picture, glaring, horrible image. Terrible images of a dreadful future. I'm, I'm thinking about, I see a terrible, terrible picture of the future. They're being drawn, these pictures, these images are, are being drawn by themselves before my eyes. Hashabis, what is Shabbos going to be like without my son? What's Shabbos going to look like? He says, I'm thinking about this. What's Shabbos going to be like? Pesach. What's it going to be like on Yantav on Pesach? V'chol ha'chaim, chaim shal tzar v'araigas. What's going to be is only a life of tzar v'araigas, just a life of tzaris and of, ang- of, of, of sadness, of depression. Chaimahem, such a life, lomely. What do I need such a life for? That's all I can, that's all I can envision is that kind of a life. The, the Rebbe didn't know that it wasn't going to take much longer until he was going to be killed. That wasn't a, it wasn't going to be a long life after that. So now my last, in a less desperate effort, I, I make certain nidarm, I, I, I make vows, I make promises. Not only, not only vows of tzedakah, to give money to tzedakah, Menadir ani nidre atzmi. I make vows with my very. I offer my. I offer my very self. Zayis l'sakin of azel haytiv. I say. I offer my very self to, to rectify myself, and to improve myself. In other words, to change my life, Hashem, as a nether, not just to give some money, but I. I offer myself to to change myself, to to be better, to to do whatever I can.
which is a very strong thing. When a person has got to be going through a sorrow and it's come to a point that's very desperate, that that not of course tzedakah is tatsumi mavis tzedakah is very powerful. But the hardest thing is to is to offer oneself, to offer to change oneself, to choose something in life. And I've people who are, I've mentioned this to people who are loyal lane who have gone through difficulties. That the greatest offering that you could make, the greatest sacrifice you can make, is yourself. It means that there's there's a certain Indian in your life that you know that needs to be corrected. You don't have to discuss that with anybody. And and that's something that you've been struggling with since you're since you're in this world. To take that upon yourself and to turn that and to begin doing that and to, or to begin avoiding that, whatever it is, whatever that is in your life. That's the most powerful offering that a person can make. It's offering oneself. Hashem, there's no one like you. There's no one as compassionate as you. All those who dwell upon the earth. They should all, they should all break and destroy their own images, their own, their own graven images. What he means is their own egos. The ego of a person, the Rebbe says, is like a graven image. It's an avodah So the Rebbe is calling upon all human beings to sh- to break their own egos before Hashem. And to, and to shatter the idols of your desires. And to, and to take your, and, 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 and to take these, your desires and to be meshabed them and to, and to instead direct them to become, to, to, to become ways and means of serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Bakshu, I say, seek Hashem. Vaz as pan of lachem your ear, and then Hashem will shine His face to you. Leleches bedrachif, to go in His way. Kablu alatzmachem, accept upon yourselves. Vizdarcheichem yetzliach, and then you will have atzlocha. Ram venisa, exalted, exalted one, mishmeh shemayim. El Hashol Hibatata. He says Hashem who exists in the highest heavens. Take a look now. Take a look now. Into the depths of hell. He asks Hashem to take a look into the depths of hell. And what do you see, Hashem, in the depths of hell? You see me. Pathetically shriveled up. In the depths of hell. That's what you see, Hashem. Sheikhin Ad, Hashem who lives forever. Minhecholecha, from your holy place. Teferis Ayaz Vichedva, of splendor and of joy. El Nirmas Nisav Iradata. By looking at me, you've descended into a, into a disgusting and lowly place. Vaisi Lahakim Baid Moed Miharta. And Hashem, you rushed to lift me up. From that place of, of no hope of hell. Hashem, your 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 desire to save me, you have shown me from afar. You have shown me from far away. And you have given me back my spirit, my soul. Suddenly the Rabbi says, I can see myself sitting at Shalashudas. 
Uvni al Yodi, and I see my son sitting next to me. Near Ashti ibn Zazati, I began trembling. But I fell in such darkness, shaya and devastation, Ritzitza Kazon, brokenness like this. Kshanim Kololomi Baish Vesimus Oshnamazavkim. When I feel that myself, my entire world is being devoured in smoke and fire and flames. Dimyan Nehadar Kazeh. What a beautiful vision I've been shown of my son sitting next to me by Shalashudas. That even to have tried, I could, if I would have wanted to, I couldn't have possibly had such a beautiful vision of being at Shalashudas with my son next to me. It must be that this vision, that this memory of my son sitting next to me by Shalashudas, it must be that it, it, it couldn't possibly have come from me. I couldn't have I couldn't have thought of this at this time of terrible of terrible darkness and destruction. And it's something that I it's something that this 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 image that brings me such joy and such strength couldn't have possibly come from me. I couldn't have drawn such a beautiful image. Rakata Hashem, it's only from you Hashem. Look how he, look, even though he sees that Hashem is taking his child from him, how, how he's looking for, how he's, how he sees in the tzara, like it says in the pasuk, like David Amal said, but that in my terrible, terrible suffering, Hashem, you have shown me love, even in my suffering, even though something has to be, even though this has to be, you've, you've, you've given me hope. So instead of being angry. So the Rebbe now is coming to a point, he's come to a point of, of accepting and of finding joy and strength in the, in the kindness of Hashem that in the Gezeirah, in the decree, is lifting him up from that place of, of Sha'ol, of hell. Only Hashem youth, because of your great kindness, has have pity. You've had pity on a on a broken on a broken, impoverished being like me. And someone who's been crushed, you had pity. And you have sent to me a ray of hope of Yeshua. There was a moment before the Rebbe felt that he just wanted to die. He couldn't go on living. And he said, how could I, how could I go on living? How could I think of, of Shabbos, of Pesach? And then, and then he had this vision of being next to his son, which I guess to, to the Rebbe means that there is some sort of a, that Hashem, he believes, has sent him this, this image to be Mechazakim, that his son will always be with him. Near Ashti. I'm deeply shaken, almost in a trance. In my imagination, in my thoughts. I, I want, in, in, in that picture that I have, I want to grab my son's hand and to hold it and to kiss his hand. The solid me man but then I put his hand I, I I don't do that. In my in my vision I don't I don't kiss my child's hand. I hold back. 
I must take this moment to rejoice in Hashem who has saved me. To bow down to Him. With my entire body to, 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 to lie down before Him. To praise. For the unbelievable, unimaginable kindness that Hashem has shown me. Ana Hashem, please Hashem. Ein Saif Ata. Hashem, you are infinite. Kaychacha Bilti Balgvul. Your strength is without, is without end. Heinafti Yodcha Chazaka. Hashem, your din is also infinite. And you have, and you have cast your strong hand upon me and ain bonakoch lison and we and I can't bear it, I can't I, I can't carry the weight of, of that hand of, of din. Af And just like Hashem like your din is unbearable, so also he says Hashemin Hashaol El Haidanishlachtani we also can't bear being lifted too swiftly from hell to paradise. Can you imagine? This picture of his son being next to him, he calls paradise. And he's afraid that he can't bear the beauty and the joy of this of this vision that he has. So the same way he says that, that it's impossible for me to bear to ha- in the past to, to, to be able to deal with the, with the hand of Din. He says, now Hashem, your, your kindness is so great. I don't know if I can bear being lifted so quickly from hell to Ganadin to paradise with this thought. Kimat Kilisani, I'm almost destroyed. Lainai in my eyes. In this vision I have. No, I'm sorry, what I see with my eyes physically. Hayelad Amasukan, the child is in terrible danger. Hamrachef ben Eretz Vishamaim, who's hovering between earth and heaven. But in my vision, no, that, when he says, when he, first he says, that's what I see with my eyes, my child is dying. He's just barely in this world anymore. But in, my, in, that, in that vision that, I, that, that you're showing me, Hashem, and the Rebbe didn't think of this as some sort of a crazy thing. It was, he felt this was something that was being shown to him. There's a healthy child, a healthy young man sitting next to me. Like a man who has never known sickness. I'm filled with a fire, I'm filled with a desire to sing to you, Hashem. But it's beyond me, it's beyond my kaychas. There's like an ocean inside of me, thundering. And I feel the waves, all the waves of this powerful thundering ocean coming towards me. And all of the waves of this ocean are driving me to sing to you, Hashem. And to your splendorous glory to praise. But I don't have a word. I don't know the word. That can contain the, 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 this symphony, the waves of this 
song that are that are within me. Heitavta es chazdecha gadol miitano. Hashem, you have shown me loving kindness. And I don't know, it's not within my capacity, my ability to give you thanks. And your salvation is so great, I don't even understand it. I can't comprehend, I can't grasp any way to thank you, to give you thanks. I don't to make of this, right? When you see something like this, the turn that the Rebbe is now taking. This is this is when I when I first saw this, you know, I went over this years ago many many times. We not only the Rebbe can't comprehend the ways of Hashem, we can't comprehend the ways of a tzaddik. I'm looking at this and say this: How could this be? How could a person think this way? And this is you know this is 100% authentic. This is the real thing. This is what he's thinking about. These are his thoughts. The last moment he's turned away from the. He's turned away from the from the despair, from the sadness, and um, and he says he can't. He has immeasurable gratitude that 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 Hashem has given me that you've given me this strength to go on, to continue, and that and now he feels that the need to sing out to Hashem and to thank Him. I remember Hashem. I shall extol you, Hashem. I shall sing to you. No, I missed, I skipped, I'm sorry. Yeah, the last paragraph. Yisr, I'm sorry. Yisr, I see Hashem vivaser. Hashem has chastised me. Hashem has given me a patch, and I felt the blow. The gufoni is anochiusi oz kemad bitel vichiser, and during that time, I felt my very existence slipping away. Kam hargeshaisai gam taidosi oz kemad holomigvulos ish, hoyu. And my thanks at that time was, was kimat halam. It was were almost beyond my feeling of gratitude. Were almost beyond the the, the boundaries of, of human existence. Just like then, I felt immeasurable, immeasurable pain. My feeling of gratitude now, of thankfulness, is immeasurable. And I sang a song. To the master of souls, I should be but the song that I sang was not able to be contained in words. And my thoughts can't even grasp the depth of this song. I remember Hashem. I shall extol you. I shall sing to you, Hashem. Malki, my father, my king. All the things that you've done for me. That you've chosen me as a way of revealing the splendor of your of your malchus of your kingdom. Yisartanu, you've tortured me. Tzeraftanu, you've refined me. Zikachetanu, you've purified me. Ve'amunas yecholtucha chizakta gambaleivzulaseinu, and also you've strengthened the faith not only of my, that I have, but others also. You've strengthened their amuna. Through me, in other words, because people saw that that the way that it was with the Rebbe. I guess people, the Rebbe realizes that doctors and nurses and other Jews had chizik in their amuna. First, when the Rebbe's tefillahs were answered and the child, and even though the doctors couldn't explain how that he was that he was better, 
this broad chizik and everybody's a muna. Yakira v'yiru kulam ki ain kelokeinu ain kabareinu michaman higeinu rakuma yishenu. Let everybody see that there's no one like our like our God, like our Creator. There's no one, and only Hashem can save us. Kichadur mischok bidei sarecha asisano, like a bull tossed back and forth. In the hands of the angels, in the hands of the Malachim, you have made me. Sar ha'eden ki kableni hirvachnu varmanu nashanu. I felt, I felt like a ball being tossed back and forth in the hands of a Malach. That first there was a Malach of Eden, uh, of paradise, that that received me. And hirvachnu varmanu nashanu. And then I said, ah. Oh. At that time I said, look, the Yeshua has come. Salvation has arrived. That's when he was feeling better, when his condition was better. And his body has been strengthened. Then all the angels were happy. And each one shared good news with the other one. That he's okay, he's healthy. Then suddenly, Then suddenly Hashem, you gave... You gave me, you gave us all over to the to the sar, to the malach, the agent of hell. and and then we were in a more terrible tsara than before. His blood was his blood was flowing without without any way to stop it. And the most powerful medications were not working. and all the efforts of the great experts, and all the chachmas. The Alhayu were for naught. Lafis Vasonachshava were like nothing. The Yomru Noash. And all the doctors said there's no hope. Aftikva Kalulanefishum Lola Shibadoma Tozov, there isn't even the slightest hope for this pitiful soul that's whose blood is flowing out. Khasusholam Nadar, it's all gone. Koltikva Sainula Rikhaisavava the Sainula Havel. And then all of my hopes and all of my tfilas were for Willa Havel came out to nothing. One of the doctors refused to even answer, to respond to our questions. He wouldn't even answer us anymore. When we asked about our son's condition, there was a second doctor who just felt pity for our terrible situation. And he tried to, and he tried to give me some strength, some hope. Laman Shmore Sami Shigaon, so that we shouldn't lose our minds, we shouldn't become insane. Baisa Shahasashom Yikopet Khut Khayenu. That it could be that that the that, that thread of life that was holding us together would snap. My Raif Kekhaka Hashem, Hashem you're so great. Kiekhziktani you strengthened me. Lashema Zayas Lekovaneri that my own light didn't extinguish, my own life didn't leave me at that time. The Rebbe said, I heard our loved ones, I guess family, and Hasidim, I heard them screaming, screaming outside the hospital room. They thought that, they thought that he already died. There was chaos and confusion. 
Our bodies felt like they no longer existed. Rak only embittered spirits remained. darkened embittered spirits. writhing in pain in, in the blood. There's no one like you, and there's no one who has as much compassion as you. Our tears and our blood are spilling like water. Together with the crying and the tefillahs of our loved ones. Hashem, you heard in Shemayim. It's like Zardin Karata, at that time you tore up that original Zardin. Because he did, he did recuperate. He recovered from that illness. And you tore up the Zardin. And you tore up the the veil, the curtain that was separating between my heart and between and between heaven and you. Then suddenly I felt the darkness cleared up, and I felt a shining light of salvation, and I began to shake and tremble. He had it's happened, Hashem. The tefillah, that davening that we began with, that he knew would bring salvation, suddenly, the Rebbe says, I felt at that time that tefillah, I felt that tefillah all of a sudden shining within me. Blessed are you, Hashem, who has saved me. Fortunate is the one who always has hope in you. continues to pour out his tefillahs. Hashem, you are great, and it's impossible to understand. We are so tiny. We don't even realize how tiny we are. It's only sometimes we realize how tiny we are. I'm so weak, I don't have strength. And even at this time that you have that you have illuminated my heart with your salvation, my spirits are unable to sustain it. And suddenly I felt again I felt mountains, oppressive mountains weighing upon me. Now listen, despite that tefillah that I felt, I felt the opening. But the doctors are telling me that the hours, are, there are only a few hours left. So how dare I listen to this? It can be salvation. In other words, he's saying that he's questioning the voice of hope inside of his heart. Maybe this is just a delusion. Maybe it's not that tefillah that I was hoping for. Maybe it's not that tefillah that I that I that I can be certain will bring salvation. Maybe it's just a delusion. If if the sound of my son could barely be heard, I could barely hear him. How could I be certain that I haven't made a mistake? Maybe I'm just deluding myself. Hashem, you who creates from nothing. That created infinite worlds. Even now, Hashem, you have opened the heavens. 
and your strong hand and of your kingdom has been revealed. You have smashed all of mankind's illusions. All those who dwell on the mountains and, and who live in the depths. See, look. Hashem says, they're going to be saying, Hashem says, there's only me. There's no strength, there's no hanhaga, there's no, there's no one else. There's no nature, nature doesn't exist. There's no hechrich, meaning that, that nature and science don't dictate what's going to be. There's nothing, there's no hope besides you. Everything in the world reveals only Hashem's existence. And from the highest angels to the lowest insects that are crawling in the earth. Anihai Hashem says, I am the one who has done all of this. That Hashem, even though all the doctors, even though it was impossible, impossible, that there should be a refuah, that there should be a Yeshua, Hashem, you have reminded all of existence that the world is entirely in your hands. The world's completely in your hands. Now what what we're going to it's it's very we have to dive in it's 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 late. What we're going to what we're going to uh, finish we're going to finish this next next week this uh, this piece is that the uh, the terrible and very very sad irony of course is that even after all of this after all of this heart wrenching avoda to bring his son back to the world and he was successful. And his son was saved in the most unnatural way from that from that sickness. In the end, we're going to see next week. In the end, the Rebbe was the Rebbe was together with his son when when an explosion when an explosion would would injure his son in such a way where he would die from the he would die from the explosion. So after all of this, the Rebbe was during the war was going to be was going to be actually literally next to his son when he would when he would be not killed because he would be injured mortally wounded by the explosion and then. Shortly afterwards, uh, Sukkot, he died. So um, we're going to see what the Rebbe was thinking at that time. After all of this, the, the, that his son was killed by the by the explosion, and um, and then uh, and then really we're coming we're coming close to the to the end of the sefer, where where there are some additional some there are, there are some additional tires that were added here, which which are very very remarkable. Mr. Shem will see. Okay, we should we should only hear good news about uh, good, and, and good health, and it's it's hard to read so much, to learn together at such sorrows, but to have the to have a picture of what a tzaddik was going through is something which you don't see in any other sefer. This is this is unique. I don't believe I've seen this anywhere. I don't think it's written. I don't think it's anybody has ever written such a thing. So uh, it's it's a it's a it's a painful schus that we have. We should only know from good things.